is the antibodies called cells. Jax hoped not. The whole point of this journey was to escape the cells, to find fellow travelers and live freely. Gyro had spoken often of a place called the Haven. He had insisted that in the Haven the water was sweet, food was plentiful, and people lived in peace. That was where they were going now, if they survived, if the Haven existed, if they could find it. If was a tiny but powerful word, Jax thought bitterly. He studied shadows. They were tricky, like living creatures, tumbling and shifting, forming and dissolving. Sometimes Jax wished he hadn't been blessed or cursed with night vision. Then Gyro wouldn't have made him a scout. Jax preferred staying behind with everyone, with Lenaseth and her group of thirteen, with the others who, in better times, laughed and made jokes. The problem was that Jax owed Gyro his life. Gyro and Marina had found him nearly beaten to death and cast in a ditch in his homeland, the community of Kerta. The antibodies had come to take Jax's sister away to work in a distant food cell, where slaves concocted a pasty food that people were forced to eat. Jax fought fiercely, but was no match for the two antibodies that repeatedly hit him. They knocked him unconscious and threw him into a garbage canal. In the end he had failed. He had lost his sister. Terra, a healer, had brought him back to life. Jax was grateful. But at first he had also been fearful of his rescuers who called themselves outcasts. They all looked so odd and they all had such small eyes. Jax wondered how they could see anything at all. It quickly became apparent to him that their vision was horribly limited. They couldn't see insects on leaves or count feathers on birds. Worst of all, they couldn't see in the dark. Jax often pondered how they had survived for as long as they had with such a handicap. The strange thing was that in this small group of wandering outcasts, he was the one considered unusual. Unlike them, he and his people in the community of Kerta had round heads, large eyes, pink skin, and orange palms. Now he was roaming through the night with small-eyed youths of wildly different shapes, sizes, and colors. Marina's blue-green skin had reminded Jax of a type of melon his people ate as part of their quiet ceremonies. It was a good thing he hadn't told Marina that she looked like a melon. She might have struck him with her quarterstaff, and in her hands it was a dangerous weapon. The outcasts had been through many adventures together, and by now Jax was accustomed to Marina, as she was accustomed to him. The two of them served as scouts for everyone else. Jax secretly feared being the first one to set foot into the unknown, but Marina didn't seem to care. He tried to be as brave as she always seemed to be. He watched now as she moved in a slow circle around him. She breathed the soft winds coming from the west. She raised a handful of loose dirt to her face and smelled it. She even tasted a bit. Safe for now, she muttered. Jack studied her walk. Her shoulders were tense. Her hands clamped down on her quarterstaff. She wasn't as fast as Jan or as nimble as Terra but she was strong and tireless. She had come from the Quay community by the sea, a hearty stock of shipbuilders and traders. 
Jax hadn't even known what a sea was until she began telling tales to the children by firelight. He couldn't imagine seeing water without edge or shore. His Kerta community was nestled next to a trickling stream. Marina continued to circle. Still safe, she said. I hope so, Jax thought. He could still see a large mass of indefinite size looming in the distance. He took a few careful steps forward. Was it? Yes. Off to the right of the first shape, there was another mass of shadows. Marina, he whispered, do you see it? She looked west. No. Do you hear anything? She listened. No. I see two shapes. What are they? I'm not sure, he said. Are they moving? Jack stared. Not yet. I'll tell Gyro to stay back and keep everyone on alert.